The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. This is the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. The world today appears to be full of workplace bullies. According to a survey on bullying released in 2021, 30% of Americans report having experienced abusive conduct at work. This is up 57% from 2017. An estimated 4.86 million Americans are bullied on the job. Stick around for this podcast episode as I talk about why do companies keep employees that bully coworkers. Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time here, don't forget to subscribe. This podcast episode, I wanted to talk about workplace bullies because It seems like in the society we live in today, everyone has got an attitude and the workplace is really no different. Workplace bullying can frequently be challenging to identify, I'll tell you, because many times it's not just one behavior, but it's a combination of them. Moreover, bullies are commonly seen as just confident or assertive in the eyes of an employer that really doesn't want to deal with the problems that come with a workplace bully. Bullies are also tolerated in the working world when their performance increases the profit margin. Now, I can tell you I've encountered a few bullies in my time in the workplace. And like I said, a lot of times the employer will say, well, that person's just very confident or that person's just very assertive. But The truth is, many times, that person that they're talking about is indeed a bully in the workplace. But what happens quite frequently is if that person is some type of a high performer, then it's often ignored. The problem with bullies in the workplace is they can hurt an organization's productivity. More importantly, it impacts those that are being bullied by often causing harm physically, mentally, or both. With the destruction workplace bullies can trigger, why do so many employers keep these people employed? If you are the target of bullying at work, what can you do? Now, like I said here, first and foremost, it's important to identify workplace bullying. Although most people would believe bullying in the workplace is easily identifiable, it's not always the case. Part of the reason for this is the behavior is many times in the eye of the beholder. What some people might see as bullying, others might perceive it as someone that is just, like I said, being assertive or confident. Regularly, an employer will use these excuses to explain bullying behavior when they just, they just want to ignore it. Generally speaking, what defines bullying behavior is how other people perceive it. If most people see the conduct of someone in the workplace as being consistently unreasonable, this is a good indication that the activity would be considered bullying. This is the type of person that most others look at and think to themselves, how is this person even saying or doing the things that they do? Have you ever Have you ever just looked at somebody when they're talking and and thinking to yourself, you know, you're in the workplace and you have a coworker or a boss that says things in front of others 
And you think to yourself, how is this person even allowed to get away with saying the things, these things? And a lot of times that is a bullying type person. Now, workplace bullying can take several different forms. The people that use bullying in the workplace to either get what they want or to put others down just because they enjoy it, they seldom use just one tactic. Different types of bullying at work might include things like intimidation, threatening people, excluding them, or spying on others to report them for something is common for the workplace bully. Verbal abuse, bullying people in the workplace by something like humiliation, jokes, gossip, and yelling are tactics that bullies in the working world frequently like to use. And then you also have the work performance bullying. And this is when a bully at work interferes in things they should not. And they take credit for work they didn't do or purposely sabotage others. Retaliatory bullies, these people tend to lie repeatedly or refuse to promote others just because they want to bully them. And lastly, there's institutional bullying. And this happens when a company allows and just accepts bullying as a practice. They even encourage bullying to take place. Now, listening to some of those different types of forms of bullying in the workplace, if you're listening to this podcast, you can probably identify with at least one, if not more of them. Even though some bullies just like to do it because they, they truly enjoy it. There are some tendencies on the type of person that is, is a bully and the kind of employee they are more likely to target. When it comes to a belief many people have that managers at companies tend to bully the most, this isn't necessarily the case. A 2021 study on bullying in the workplace found that those bullied, 52% of them were in non-management positions and 40% were managers. This shows that the position a person holds in a business doesn't limit the tendency to try and intimidate or abuse others. Quite regularly, when bullying does occur at a job, it's done to those that are highly skilled. The people that do a good job are better at their job and are paid more, come under fire much more often from a bully. And the reason for this is the person doing the bullying is many times threatened by the good job that other person is doing. They feel their own employment might come under scrutiny from the person that gets the job done. Managers that like to bully, they also do it often because they feel threatened by the people they intimidate. These bullies put people down or cause issues for them because they might pose a threat to that particular manager's job that's doing the bullying. Employees that don't like confrontation are introverts or are quiet can also regularly be the target of a bully at a workplace. With reported workplace bullying up 57% from 2017, it's clear that more employers, they're quite honestly just becoming more accepting of the behavior. And that's one of the reasons why workplace bullying seems like it's so tolerated. If you've been in the working world for any length of time, you probably have recognized that it would appear bullies are being trained 
on how to act. And this would not be completely false. According to a study from the University of Buffalo School of Management, bullies in the workplace, quite honestly, they're often promoted and rewarded for their behavior. Because workplace bullies are regularly being rewarded for their behavior, the practice is being learned to get ahead and advance in a career. The more often a civilized person in the workplace observes the bullies getting ahead, it only incentivizes those people to act the same way. It creates the workplace bully training program, which appears to have come quite popular in corporate America. One of the largest creators of the bullying epidemic in the working world is really failed company leadership that quite honestly just allows the behavior. The global business world we live in today, combined with chasing the highest profits at the lowest prices, has created an environment for workers that is, it's growingly intolerable. Workers are increasingly expected to do more with less compensation and benefits. They're commonly expected to stay longer, work harder, all while being rewarded less. The problem with this is far too commonly company leaders achieve this today through intimidation. When it comes to business revenue, the bully that has a direct correlation to this is likely tolerated the most by leaders that turn a blind eye in favor of profit. This can regularly be observed in industries that have a high sales force. The salespeople that perform well and like to bully others, they're far too often able to get away with it. Another reason that workplace bullying is tolerated is nepotism, blackmail, and favors. They truly can assist the bully at work. Nepotism in the working world, is, I'll tell you, it's not going to go away and be elimin eliminated anytime soon. For a family business that has a member of that family that likes to bully others, they will be almost always tolerated. Understandably, family sticks together and bullies in a family business, they're going to survive into the foreseeable future. So if you work for someone that's truly a family business and they have bullies, don't expect any changes. Although blackmail on several levels can be illegal, it, it does exist and thrive also in the corporate world. Some bullies survive and thrive in the workplace because they have dirt on the boss. Not only does this happen still, but it likely occurs much more often than, than most people will admit. And if you've ever been sitting around thinking, how does this you know, person survive in the workplace that truly just is a bully and tries to steamroll everybody else? And there's been complaint after complaint. Why does that person survive? It could be because quite honestly, that person has some type of dirt on the bully. It does happen. It's not just blackmail that can keep a bully working. It favors at work for the people in charge to advance a career can assist a bully in continuing their intimidation. There are still people that will sleep their way to the top or position themselves politically each time to either get ahead or help those who can help them excel. These type of bullies always appear to be in the right place at the right time, and they use it to their advantage to stay employed.
In many ways, the bully at work is able to keep employed similar to how a slacker in the workplace achieves their goal of doing the least amount of work. The problem with workplace bullying is there really can be several different results that are very negative because of it. The negative consequences of not recognizing and dealing with bullies in the workplace can include things like high employment turnover. It should not come as a surprise that people do not want to go into an environment of bullying and intimidation. If a company has bullies, it is almost always certain there will be a high amount of turnover at that place. The absences will also increase, just like high turnover and people consistently leaving an organization with bullies. Those that stay will find a reason to be out of the office as much as they can. No one wants to be around people that are unreasonable and abuse people. A decrease in morale and productivity can also occur. Workplace bullies are not enjoyable to be around. And quite honestly, they just bring other people down. And this includes those that work in teams. Bullies also break trust and reduce loyalty in the workplace. For a business that tolerates those that bully, trust will be broken for the practice being allowed by the employees that are on the receiving end of the abuse. These employees will also not be loyal. Now, aside from organizations that allow bowling and how it affects the, the business, more important than that business experiencing the problems associated with bullies is how it impacts the people on the receiving end of that abuse. Severe results of being the target of a bully in the workplace, they, they can include things like fatigue, anxiety, hypertension, panic attacks, PTSD, irritable bowel problems. For the person that is a focus on the bully at work, the long-term health problems, they can be serious. Confidence in future employment prospects can be damaged due to the experience. Prolonged exposure to a bully of any kind will have an impact that will likely last a lifetime. Now, one of the things that comes up is how do you deal with a workplace bully, you know, if you are the target of one at work? And that might be how you ran into this, this podcast and you're kind of looking for some answers. But I'll tell you, despite so many career experts in human resource departments claiming to have the answers to dealing with workplace bullies, the truth is there most often, there's nothing that can be done. Furthermore, commonly a growing number of companies, they just choose not to deal with the problem of bullying. Part of the issue with workplace bullies is behavior isn't generally illegal unless it's based on some type of harassment relating to something like religion, race, or sex. If you are bullied at work, most of those career specialists, they suggest things like, you know, try to stay professional, try not to get emotional over the, the bully you're dealing with, document the problem, keep track of the issues and the habits of the bully, get legal help. If the bully is doing it based on something like sex or, or race and look for another job, commonly bullies can thrive. And honestly, it's just better to find another employer. And that's why from the list I just gave you 
of the suggested actions to deal with a workplace bully, the last one that I just mentioned of looking for another job is probably the most realistic. Documenting a bully will unlikely do much if the problem is reported to a human resource department. The reason for this is the human resource department probably already knows about the problem and they are looking out for the interest of the employer. If the bully is known and tolerated, there's a reason why they're doing it. Although HR departments masquerade as employee advocates, this is really only farther from the truth. So if you think you're just going, you know, you have a bully at work and people are all oh, report it to the HR department. Well, you can certainly do that, but I will tell you there's some dangers with that. One of them being that if you report the problem, then you might look like a problem. So you become a target because most companies just don't want to deal with any type of legal action for harassment of any kind. The other thing that uh, that I already kind of said is I almost guarantee you that your HR department already knows about the problem with the person that you're reporting as being a bully. Very rarely do they not know what's going on. Getting legal help for a workplace bully is an option. And this is particularly the case if the bullying is harassing based on something like an employee's age or religion. However, it's very unlikely you know, it's, it's not very realistic due to the money and time for litigation. Most people always go, you know, straight to the lawsuit for something like harassment or discrimination in the workplace. Yet it is a long, expensive process that not many attorneys even like to take on unless there is a so-called smoking gun case. And that's another one people go straight to other than, hey, you know, well, if there's a workplace bully, you should talk to your HR department. And that other one is, oh, well, you should seek a lawyer and get legal help. And it's a lot of times not very realistic. You're, you're kind of up against an army trying to win. One of the things is a lot of lawyers, most people can't afford a long legal process. And the ones that'll take it based on a settlement and them taking a portion of that settlement, they're only going to do it if they know there's a good chance they can win. And most of them know it's a very long, it can be a very long battle to win litigation, employment litigation issues, and they know it can be very expensive. So if you're lucky enough to find one, it might work, but I'll tell you, it's, it's a very slim chance. Out of that list I gave you on how to deal with a workplace bully, the most realistic resolution to deal with a workplace bully is to find another employer in most circumstances. Now, the thing that I've really noticed and wanted to kind of point out is just how bullies in the working world, they're on the rise. And this is really due to the behavior being tolerated by failed leadership at companies. Furthermore, the bullies are created by people observing. It could be a successful way to advance in a career. The rate at which abuse in the workplace is allowed by bullies gives them the impression, you know, the people that, that aren't bullies to start off, it gives them the impression that their, their conduct is going to be allowed. The business world is knowingly turning a blind eye to bullying behavior in favor of increasing revenue. A bully that performs well 
it seems is often worth more than the people that act civilized at a company. What business leaders commonly fail to realize is a top performing bully will in the end bring down morale and increase employee turnover. Moreover, they do not seem to care that the people at their company that use intimidation, fear, and abuse to get the job done are hurting the health and well-being of actual human beings. It's not just the working world that seems to accept the practice of bullying in the world we live in today. People generally appear to have learned that when you don't get your way, intimidation can not only be successful, but accepted. Because this practice is now so widespread, it will likely even gr grow even more in the future unless some real changes are made. Bowling is not okay on any level, and this includes inside the workplace and out of it. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. If you have any comments on bullies, make sure to leave them on the podcast. You can also send any emails directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. The next podcast, I'll be talking about shrinkflation. It isn't your just imagination if you think things are getting smaller, but the prices are increasing or staying the same. Businesses are using every tactic they can to try and fool buyers and lessen the pain of rising prices. On the next podcast episode, I'll be talking about shrinkflation and how things are getting smaller in size for a higher price. <laughs>